It's the Human Construction Site. The Human Construction Site Podcast. It's the Human Construction Site. It's the Human Construction Site Podcast. My name is Joey Hernandez. I've been a personal trainer for over 30 years. I've trained hundreds of clients doing thousands of workouts. And now I'm host of a podcast and blog. I want to be your personal trainer right here online behind this microphone. So come on, join me each week. We may be getting older, but we ain't going down without a fight. Isn't it wonderful to receive a compliment especially when you've done something as difficult as losing weight and working out your body. It is indeed a time for celebration. You should be so proud of yourself. You can't wait for the opportunities to run into people that you haven't seen for quite a while and have them notice all your hard work. You deserve that. You deserve all that and more. But what happens when you don't get that reaction that you expect? In fact, what happens when you get the complete opposite reaction than you had expected? Instead of giving you acknowledgement and support, you find that the people around you seem to actually be trying to undo your accomplishments. Are people sabotaging your diet? Thanks for joining me today, my friends. I am your host, Joey Hernandez, and that is the subject on episode number 62 of the Human Construction Site Podcast. So let's face facts, folks. We've all been there. We have worked hard at our diet, have lost a noticeable amount of weight, and are proud and happy with our accomplishment and how we look. But then we go out with a group of friends, perhaps for dinner, perhaps for a few drinks, but some sort of general friendly gathering of those we might have grown up with or currently work with, people that we call our friends. And maybe after a few compliments on how we look, everyone sits down to order their food and their drinks. And we, of course, being well aware of the mistakes we have made in the past, order a light drink or a healthy meal of small to moderate portion sizes, like we always talk about. We are happy that we have the willpower to be able to order the right kind of food that will not only go along with the parameters of the weight loss diet we have been doing, but more importantly, it will fit into a new, healthier lifestyle that we have embraced. And then it happens. Someone makes a comment, and perhaps it sounds something like this. Oh, great, now you aren't going to be any fun. Or, well, how can we enjoy ourselves if that's the way you're going to eat? It's like having our mother sitting there judging our poor choices. 
or maybe, come on, you could have just one drink. Or, oh, really? Like one dessert would really kill you. We used to all order desserts together, so this is what we're going to have to expect from you now? And, of course, we blush with a little embarrassment. We don't want to give in, but the prodding looks on our friends' faces as they wait for our response can be very, very uncomfortable. This isn't at all what we expected. Here we have worked so hard to get our weight down, we feel great both physically and emotionally, and now here are these people trying to do what? Bring us down? Make us somehow give in? Are they trying to show us that they can make us easily return to our bad habits? Where is their support? Why would people we call our friends try to sabotage our work? And it's been hard work. Folks, I can't tell you how many times in the last 30 plus years I have heard complaints from clients that they just don't have the support for their weight loss from their family or from their friends. And wouldn't you think, really, honestly, wouldn't you think that those closest to us would support us in any way they could? Because we think to ourselves, hey, if the roles were reversed, I would give them complete support. I would go along with whatever they needed because they are struggling to do something that we all find to be difficult. You know in your heart that you would praise them and support them, even perhaps going to the point where you're not going to order temptations in front of them. So, like, why aren't they doing that for us? So, of course, we begin to feel like we're being pulled in different directions. The great feeling of our accomplishment begins to diminish as these people make us feel that we are the ones that are not supporting them. They are making you feel that the goals you have set and now achieved somehow diminishes the ability for you to fit in with them now. Ruining their night making them feel guilty. But in reality, you're just trying to be good. You're trying to make the best decisions that you know are best for your health and for your continued weight loss. Why can't they seem to understand that? I guess human nature is funny. N um, not funny, ha ha, funny strange. People can make a task like dieting that is already unto itself a difficult behavior to change even more difficult because they try to make it about themselves. Why is that? How can our dieting and losing weight become about them? Stories are often in the news about people who have won a big lottery, and in a few years later, their lives seem almost worse after winning that amount of money, because their family and friends have exiled them. Similar stories are in the entertainment field, where once someone becomes famous, they learn who their true friends are. Because people tend to begin to want to associate with them because of their fame, rather than who they really are inside. 
and many people push away from those that they think have exceeded beyond them. Lottery winners and entertainment stars have all told stories, I see it on TV all the time, of how at times they've come to feel alienated because the bonds that they used to have with family and friends have now changed because their particular circumstances have changed and the friends and family no longer seem true. It seems to be almost, what, um, jealousy? Jealousy, I guess? Maybe that's true. So how are we going to navigate these kinds of social situations where we take our friends and family's feelings into account, yet we're also going to stay true to ourselves in our continued work towards our goals? Now, some of you might take the attitude that if your friends and families do these kinds of things and don't support you, why should you look out for their feelings? And the answer to that is we are going to take the higher ground. And we're going to look out for the other's feelings. Remember, you have been doing something that you are now successful at. And in this case, losing weight and getting more fit. And for whatever reasons, those around us sometimes can't make that same lifestyle change that you have been working so hard to achieve. And yet as they look at you now, in better shape, better health, and more vibrant with energy... Of course, of course they wish that they could have that as well. But when one is successful at something, we have to take into account the feelings of those that do not have the willpower, or sometimes even the desire, and we all know people like that, they don't even have the desire to improve their own life. Just like a successful athlete would understand the struggle that less successful athletes are going through, and will seek to mentor them, we have to have that kind of compassion as we relate to those others around us. And sometimes it comes down to even if it seems that that compassion is not given to us. So what is the solution? Well, of course, there are always going to be variables based on your particular relationships and the particular social situations that you encounter. But I have found success in navigating these kinds of situations by making sure that I play down and not make a big deal of the accomplishments that I have achieved. Believe me, folks, people are noticing. At times they may not vocalize their observations, but let there be no question, people do notice these changes. And you can tell by certain glances they give you, or maybe even because they're staring at you all the time. And even if they're not capable of vocally giving you a compliment, why not take these looks at you as a compliment unto itself? Sometimes just knowing in your mind and in your own heart that your hard work is being noticed, sometimes that can be reward enough. Whenever I have personally lost weight or I've developed my abs or I've built up noticeable muscle, I always kind of downplay it. If someone mentions, hey, you look like you've lost weight, you look more muscular than the last time I saw you, I will nod, yeah, I will agree, 
but I won't go into the specifics. I won't mention the amount of weight I've lost or the amount of time that it is taking me to do that because I try to think of the other person's feelings. If they want to know how I did it, I will absolutely certainly tell them if they ask me, but I don't want to do anything that kind of seems like I'm rubbing their face in my accomplishment. I certainly want to acknowledge my success when I receive a compliment, but I try to always be very careful of how my response will come across to them. Remember, it is much better to be an inspiration to others, and sometimes the best way to be an inspiration is in kindness and empathy. But always, and this is really important, Always make sure that there are at least a few people in your life that you can be upfront with and revel in your success. Perhaps that's going to be your spouse. Perhaps it's your parent. Perhaps it's your best friend. Make sure that there is someone that you can jump up and down and smile and yell at the top of your lungs how great you feel and how proud of yourself you really are because it's really important that you celebrate your success. Without allowing yourself to celebrate, you lose some motivation in continuing on with your progress, because it is important that you acknowledge it to yourself. Be proud of how you look. Be willing to reward yourself somehow for your hard work. This references back to a podcast I did a while ago, where I talked about how important it was to give yourself rewards as you hit certain milestones in your journey. Because ultimately, we all have some kind of inner child still somewhere deep down within us. And that child needs to have a reward system in place. Otherwise, without that self-acknowledgement, you make it more probable that the ultimate rewards you're going to give yourself is food. Lots and lots and lots of food. Okay, so let's get back into that restaurant where we are being confronted by our friends who are all giving us a guilt trip about ordering food and drink. Here we are in a realistic situation and we need some concrete steps that we can take to make this social gathering successful and not turn it into a party of ill feelings. So this is my suggestion. This is, this is how I go about it. If we could diffuse the thoughts about your weight loss and instead concentrate more on the healthy aspect of a lifestyle change, we will have a better chance of gathering support. So in moving in the direction for health for the rest of your life, that is not a finite amount of time. And strange as it seems, people may not have the ability to sabotage your short period of losing weight because it's now lengthier. It's now a lifetime of change. Because in fact, we assume that their comments are based on some sort of jealousy, even if it's subconscious envy. So by giving the impression that they cannot derail your continued weight loss, it's actually going to pacify any negative intentions. So if everyone is ordering and it comes to you and you choose a healthier and smaller portion, 
respond to any negative comments by merely stating that this is not because of a weight loss diet. This has nothing to do with a weight loss diet, but it's because you're moving in the direction of a healthier lifestyle. Should you have young children or maybe you have young grandchildren, you could always state that you want to take better care of yourself so that you may enjoy your children or grandchildren as they grow up and you will live to see the important milestones in their lives. And it's hard to argue with that. People would have a very hard time giving you crap about that. Now, that may not seem to you as a different message than if you were to state that you're still trying to lose weight, but it does deflect the impression that your choices are made to continue to lose weight, which would ultimately be continuing to do better than these friends, at least in their minds. No, rather you're going to choose to move forward with a healthy lifestyle, one that you will consistently strive for in years to come. So what happens is in your friends' minds, their perceived influence cannot mess up your chances of losing more weight, which would ultimately then make them feel worse than they already might internally feel after seeing how great you look. Let's tackle one more situation that could lead to sabotage. And this podcast is all about these different ways that people can sabotage you. If you are a mother, a spouse, or a head of the family, it can be difficult for you to eat healthy if the ones that you eat with on a regular basis, and especially the ones you're responsible for cooking food for, don't support you because they don't want to be forced to eat the same food that you are selecting. And I'll bet there are many listeners that can really relate to this. It happens all the time in families. I've always found this to actually be the most difficult situation to try to figure out what to do. So what is one to do? Cook a separate meal for yourself or force the healthier options onto your family members? Ultimately, you're going to have to make choices based on your individual personal circumstances. But really, either of those options are actually possible. You could make a meal that has a good vegetable content. Yay, vegetables. Yay, vegetables. You know I'm on the bandwagon for vegetables. It has a good vegetable content and lean protein. And then possibly make available larger portions or even, <laughs> or even sauces or cheese Anything that they can put on top of the lean protein to make it more appetizing to them because they're not going to join you in this lifelong quest for health. Certainly some cooks sneak healthy food into the regular meal without the family being any the wiser. In fact, there are even commercials on television that use the humor of parents trying to trick families into eating healthier. My mother used to try to do things like that for me. I used to move my vegetables under my, under another vegetable or just spread it around on the plate with more space. Like, oh, look, I've eaten. Where's my vegetables? They're gone. <laughs> no, they're just spread out. Sometimes small changes in the fat content can many times be undetected. So using less oil, less margarine, 
less butter and salt. That's always something that the cook has control over. Then the non-dieters, once their food is in front of them, you just let them pile all the unhealthy crap onto their particular plate while you can eat a healthier version. Is that best? Probably not, because you want your family to be healthy too. But try to lead by example. Perhaps with your spouse, if they see the changes that are happening to you, then they may slowly come around and say, okay, well, maybe I'll eat a little of this. I'll give up a little of that. Maybe you can influence them moving in the right direction. Now, all this harkens back to diet maintenance. And in a previous podcast, I mentioned how difficult maintenance can often be for someone. And the people around us that either intentionally or unintentionally end up sabotaging our efforts, that's often the breaking point for maintenance of your diet. If you are single and live alone and cook most of your meals yourself, you are golden. That's so easy. You have complete control of that. Obviously, you can control your food much better, the ingredients much better, the portion sizes much better. But whether you just cook for yourself or for your family, either way, social engagements are still going to come up and you are going to have to learn to navigate food and drink that is not only satisfying to you and somehow is acceptable by those around you, that you're going to do this. But you want something that's not only satisfying, but it's a healthy option that allows you to maintain your weight loss. I know it's not easy. And those answers I just gave in regard to what to do, I know it's not going to fit everyone's life. I know that you're going to have to make adjustments, but Just use them as kind of clues of things that you might be able to do to begin to move in that direction. It takes time. You need patience. The people around you need to eventually get patience if they don't have it now. But try your best. Try your best. Think about other people's feelings. Think about putting yourself in their shoes a little bit. And then... Tread carefully, I guess. I guess there's no really other way to put it. Pick your fights carefully. So if you are getting negative coming at you, it's so easy to give negative back. But if you can just not take it personally and realize most of the negativity that comes at you is not really anything about you. The negativity coming at you has to do with their own feelings about themselves. And it's easier for them to project it onto you rather than accept it in themselves and try to deal with that. We will talk more about this subject in the future. Folks, if you have any particular stories or situations that you would like to relate to me, please always feel free to contact me. What's your email, Joey? Thanks for asking. My email address, my email address once again is personal trainer Joey, all one word, personal trainer Joey at gmail.com. And you can always leave messages on the blog under each of the entries under comments, 
or you can make a comment in the comment section on iTunes and other podcast applications. And I've said it before, if you access the podcast via iTunes, I always, always, always appreciate if you could take a moment to give a star rating. All you have to do is click on one of the stars in the information section on the podcast. You don't have to enter your name or a screen name or any information at all. You just simply click a star. Hopefully one of the higher stars. <laughs> this has been the Human Construction Site Podcast number 62. Enjoy the beautiful outdoors until we speak again. This is Joey Hernandez. Thank you so much for joining me today. My disclosure will follow immediately after I finish and if you have not had a chance to hear it, please do listen to it. Thanks, folks. Be well, and bye for now. Hey, folks. Joey Hernandez here of the Human Construction Site Podcast, and this is a pre-recorded disclaimer that I'm going to insert into each episode of the podcast. So please give me just a moment of your listening time and listen to this disclaimer. First of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Human Construction Site podcast. I hope that the information that you receive from the podcast is unique and useful to you in your quest to live a healthier and more vibrant life. I have been a personal trainer for over 30 years. This podcast and the Human Construction Site blog that it is tied to are based on my opinions and my experience working with clients all these years. I am not, 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 a doctor. I ask that any and all information that you receive from me, as well as anywhere else on the internet, or on TV, or on websites, books, wherever the source, that you discuss that and review it with your personal physician before implementing any kind of lifestyle changes. Your doctor knows you best. He or she knows your personal medical history, knows your medications, your family's history, and together you with your physician should have a dialogue to ensure that any changes are right for you. So please, 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 please consult your doctor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>